You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life. Wherever you are today and however you're hearing the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, we thank you for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. Excuse me. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Please download, subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast, and please go to our YouTube channel, hit that white subscribe button. It's really going to help us in our mission to change the world. So we thank you again for your support on all of our social media platforms and wherever you have found us and chosen to support us. Thank you again. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm, I'm laughing inside, kind of, but I'm kind of crying inside too because it just seems as though the the idea of having a servant's heart has become lost on us. And I, it's like, what happened to... It seems as though... Maybe it's not happening in your world, but maybe maybe some of your other guys. Have you, have you kind of noticed that the world's kind of gone cold? Have you noticed that people don't care to even do the little things that they used to do? I mean, there's times where I would go to a coffee shop or a restaurant and people won't even hold a door for you anymore. A little small, simple gestures like it don't even cross their minds to do that anymore. Just slam the door in your face and just keep on walking. It's really strange. I mean, when I go to the supermarket, and this is just something that I just believe as a success principle, that if you see carts around, you don't put them back, chances are you don't have a success mentality. People might say, oh, that's not my job. It's keeping them working, so that's how they get paid. I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying. But it's still wrong. I believe if you have a success mentality, you put those cars back because what you do for somebody else's business will be done for yours in more, in more cases than not. There's an old quote by Zig Ziglar, and I don't want to butcher it, but he was saying that if you, you know, go out of your way to do all you can for somebody else's dreams to come true, God will make sure that yours comes true. Every time I see that shopping cart, and I, I rarely ever not do this. There has to be some really special circumstances. If I see a shopping cart that's not where it belongs, if it's in my eyesight, if it's two or three of them or four of them, I'll stack them together and put them back in the right place. I'll do that pretty routinely. Not because I want to take somebody's job from them. I don't even want to do their job. But I just believe that that is it's about dignity. It's about respect. It's about success. It's about honor. 
And I just feel as though these days, the servant heart is just missing. People don't even care about other people anymore. And it's like, how is this possible? And then I look into where the church is at current. Not to down the church, but just a fact from the circles that I see. And the servant's heart is missing sometimes in certain aspects of that life as well. A spiritual circle of that magnitude, the servant's heart should be abundant. It should be at the forefront of everything. But then you have people who are supposed to be servants saying, no, I will not do this. No, I will not do that. No, I'm not going to sing that song. No, I'm not going to clean up that mess that your child made. No, I'm not going to open the door and hold it for them. I dropped it, but I'm not going to pick it up. That's somebody else's job. That happens in the house of the Lord. That happens in the house. You see my phone? Somebody took my phone. Oh, man. Sorry to hear that. Bye. That happens in the house. That happens inside the house. The servant's heart seems to be missing. And I don't understand where it's going. Recently, I got what I believe is a pretty incredible distinction. Uh, I've experienced some things like it, but not like it. I was recently commissioned as a minister in the ministry that I was a part of. I'm a part of now. Excuse me. And I know that people may see that many different ways. I felt the weight of the responsibility of that. And not because I'm like, oh, no, I may have to preach now. I may have to teach classes. I may have to mentor and coach someone. I may have to serve in this capacity or that capacity. Those weren't any of the things that I was thinking about in the process of this happening. I'm really grateful for what's happened. Those things didn't cross my mind. I'm thinking... Lord, I got to be a better servant. <laughs> I walked through a process, an intensive process, and I completed it with excellence. Not my words, but I completed it with excellence. And still, I stood there in the midst of receiving this distinction and saying, I need to be a better servant. I need to hear from you better, Lord. I need to be in a better place in my relationship with you. Not because I wanted to have a bigger distinction or I even wanted to validate what was given to me. But because I knew that at the end of the day, whatever I was going to do through this distinction, through this avenue opened up for me, through this platform that's being made for me, no matter what it was, it was going to involve other people. And I would have to serve them. That's where my cry came from. Knowing I would have to serve other people. And I realized that even in my history, I've done that to my satisfaction in most cases. But this was a different level. I felt a more of a compelling drive to do that to even a greater degree. What does commission even mean anyway? Commission or co-mission? It essentially means 
instruction, a command, or duty given to a person or a group. It means to delegate authority, to entrust someone with something. It could mean also to officially charge someone or authorize the production of a thing. To commission also means to give an order to produce a work of art or a building, etc. At the base core of it, at the end of the day, when you strip everything down, language barriers and everything, it basically means sending together. To entrust someone. Sending together. And I felt the weight of that as I stood on the platform to receive the distinction. That I'm being sent. You ever heard of the Great Commission? Those are the things that come to my mind when I hear words like commission. I'm being sent as a servant, as a dignitary, as a representative of someone who was greater than I. How can how is it possible to be in any kind of Christian ministry and not feel the compelling weight of having a servant's heart? How is that possible? Your very being your your, your very being sent is by one greater than you, a kingdom greater than you. That's humbling all by itself. To me, I, I feel like this was this understanding is the missing ingredient in servanthood to me. If you don't think that you're being sent by one greater, then what are you doing? Why are you even here? Why are you engaged in the places that you're engaged? Why are you serving where you serve? It's not to make people happy or to please them. It's about something much greater than that. It's about ministry on a whole different level, on a kingdom level. You're being charged to go forth and carry authority that you don't particularly deserve to carry. But you're carrying it to produce something where you're going to carry that. I was thinking about that passage from Matthew. It's in a, I believe it's chapter 20. <clears throat> but the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus, kneeling down to ask him a favor. And Jesus said, what is it that you want? And she said, would you grant one of these two sons of mine to sit at your right hand and the other at your left in your kingdom? She was trying to secure a spot for her, for her children in the afterlife, I guess. And Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? And they said, most certainly we can. Absolutely. And Jesus said that you will indeed drink from my cup. But to sit at my right or left hand is not for me to grant it's not mine to give. Even in Jesus saying that he's showing you what servanthood looks like. He's saying, even to sit at my right or my left hand, it's not even for me to grant you. I can't even sign off on it. He went on to say these places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. He's still walking in deference and showing respect as a servant to his father. And the last part of what he said in verse 27 or so, or 26, is really important. I want to read it to you right quick. 
said, not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. I'm going to say that part again for those in the back and I'll keep on reading. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your servant. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. We could stay there all day long. It'll be a hot one. Whoever wants to be great must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first must be a servant. The Son of Man came not to serve, not to be served, excuse me, but the Son of Man came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Honestly speaking, are you willing to give your life for the mission? Are you willing to serve even when you're not being served? I don't know about you, and I don't know if that impacts you in any significant way, but it's just a question. Are you willing to serve? You want to be first. You want to be great, but do you? are you okay with being a servant? Not serving on your own terms, but serving on whatever the terms are and doing it without being without doing it grudgingly as well. The son of man didn't come to be served, but he came to serve and to give his life. Part's really important. Are you willing to wash feet and the pastors can't see you do it? Are you willing to wash feet and the church will not know about it? Or do you want to just be seen? Do you want to sit at the right hand and the left hand of the pastors. What's your motivation? What's your heart? What's your mission? Wherever you are today and however you listen to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, thank you once again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Download, subscribe to our show. They call me Mr. You, the podcast, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. And please go to YouTube, on our YouTube channel, and subscribe by hitting that white subscribe button. It'll make all the difference in the world. We thank you again for your time and your support. Love you guys so much. Have a great day. Enjoy the music. Check your heart. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.